Welcome to the Whistle Mission Outdoors Podcast. I am Jim. I'm Pat. And we are a podcast dedicated to the outdoors for the states of Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, Indiana. If your state borders Lake Michigan, this podcast is for you. We cover anything outdoors, especially hunting, fishing, mountain biking, conservation, any issues you got concerning the outdoors. And remember, if you can hear this podcast, that means you can be on it. Email us at whistlemissionpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome and enjoy the show. One of the brothers told me it was a, it was an actual brother, like Brother Rich or whatever his name was. We went to a Catholic high school, and uh, he said that I had a voice for radio. Yeah, you do. Or, I really think or you a do. Face for radio. And or Jim something. does too. It's a face for radio. That's what you got. Face for radio. Face for a face radio. For radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad will always say that. He'd be like, "Yep, she's got a face for radio." <laughs> anyway. My problem is I squeak every now and then. I yeah, you get, do. You I never can't got get rid, rid of, of it. Huh? Did, did you guys? Uh, You'll hear it every now and then on the podcast. Did you guys have a topic plan for today, or yeah, are we doing yeah. some barbecue talk? We got. We are you. definitely doing some barbecue. Yeah, barbecue that's, I think talk. that's why you're here. I think that's why Pat All invited right. you. you yeah. Know? So yeah. Phil's back, everybody. Fishy Phil. Who? Oh, so I went out there today with this cocky little attitude. I'm an outfish Phil, right? We're in my spot now. Oh, did you guys go out this morning? Yeah, we just we got back. So I'm like, I'll like watch this. I'm an outfish Phil. About what? Ten minutes into it. That new Orvis rod they sent me broke. What? Yep. Yep. No kidding. Snapped right off. Went flying away. Oh, no. Yeah. So he outfished me, of course. But, I mean, you found it because it was attached to your line, right? Yeah. It, but I just got that rod. That's the one. That was a replacement for the one Cal ran over in, in the garage. Yeah. Did. You haven't sent you another one. I, then, you know, uh, yeah. I know, but now I'm out, of, I'm out my good six weight for a while. That's the thing that I don't like, you know. But anyway. It's bad luck, Jim. That rod is just cursed. It, I, I know. I'm kind of wondering. But you it's know. not that rod. You know what I mean? That it's, setup is cursed. Yeah, I was about to say, it's still kind of, I know it's not like physically, right. but ideally it is, you know? How many times have you used it? Paul, I don't know, a million. Yeah. I mean, most times I go out, if I'm not if I'm not going for pike, I'm using that rod, you know? But if it was just some random rod from Bass Pro, you'd be just going and buying another one, you know? Yeah. Well, Orvis has their lifetime warranty. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah. bring it in, and here you go, and then take yeah. a break every weekend. This it was just a little ferrule, right? Wouldn't you say just that little yeah, ferrule that yeah, snapped? Yeah, just like at the joint, really, right? Yeah, where you slide the sections together, like the tape that they'd put around that broke. Oh, so I'm sure they'll send me the same rod back. You, you got to go to the store or anything? Yeah, where are they at? Lombard. Oh, it's not too bad. No, no. But then uh, Friday, Friday, I was telling Phil we I took Evan muskie fishing, and. We cannot get a muskie. We're throwing we're throwing lures like this. I should show you the picture. We just kept catching these tanks of largemouth. I saw like, the pictures. Really? Like these largemouth were like this. They're stupid. Really? Yeah, I gotta see this. It's uh, but we just kept catching them. They, and you made a TikTok while you were out on the boat. I made a TikTok that was very. Did you see how successful that TikTok was? The, I like didn't see the first part of it, but it sounded pretty good. The uh, the muskie fishing one? Oh no no no! I th- I saw the one with the little car. Oh no! So. Look at how many views are on that middle one on top right there. Jim Miller, big Tic Tac guy. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> I'm a Tic Tacker. Look at the size Holy of these bass. Shit. Yeah, this is what musky fishing looks like as a caption. I've never caught a largemouth that big. I've in never my life. Yeah, me neither. We got a bunch of them that day like that. Really? They were hitting musky lures. We were throwing tallywhackers that are this big, and bam, they take them. You know, been kind of cool. That I, one's the most popular. I mean, it's a good Tic Tac. You've got the whole. Oh, uh, it's supposed to be funny. Like all we're doing is watching lures come in. What are you watching? The John Deere. Oh, yeah. The little. You like that one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Jim made a TikTok, by the way. I don't know if we mentioned it last week. but Yeah, Jim's the, uh, on that new uh, I did TikTok. not make a TikTok. I did not make a TikTok. 
Cal made it for me. So, oh, okay. So I just run it. But you made a few videos so far. They've been wildly successful. I yeah. got like uh, 3,000 views or so total on this whole thing, you know? So. I send you all the weird ones. You that... should like hashtag Whistle Mission Podcast, even if you're like, I don't know, sweeping the floor. You can watch it though, because. Uh, th- yeah, if this... you're getting 3,000 views, that's right. some good it's a lot exposure. It's yeah. a lot of vision. Mm hmm. I, yeah, I haven't looked up though. The last time I looked at that one video we were laughing at, it was like 28,000 views on that one. That, remember that one we were talking about with the Did I Tip It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just, that was nothing. That was supposed to, and it's got 28,000 views on it. But like, if you look at YouTube, like all of these people, like they make you think, oh my God, I got to click on this to find out what the answer to this question is. And they don't ever, you know, never comes up, you know, just some dude like, oh yeah, I want fishing this weekend. You know, like you guys fall down the YouTube rabbit hole. You start watching a video and you start watching video on dog sledding and then you end up like on a Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) (laughs) So I went to bed the other night and I was, uh. I forget exactly. Oh, I was watching um, some hunting show, and I woke up with a guy making log cabins, and I, I literally woke up and watched that for an hour. <laughs> I know. Because it was just so interesting. Or like you in know? the middle of the night, if you can't sleep, if you go on Facebook, they show the guy digging like a digging a hole in the jungle and making some awesome fountain thing. Like, yeah. Like a big swimming pool. Like, anyway. What am I doing? We're, yeah, we're going away. Anyway. We're, we're going down a rabbit hole here. What about you guys? Tell me about your week. I did a lot of fishing, caught some fish, took... Threw a lot of threw a lot of cast on. I trashed one of my broadheads yesterday. Shooting in the backyard. So and I've had those for a long time, so kind of pretty bummed out. Did you hit the house? No, I hit uh, I made like this backstop for my archery thing with out of uh like mud flaps. And I put it in a part of the yard so I could shoot further, but it like tips the whole thing back. So if you miss just by a little bit, it'll go right into the wood. Oh see, I, I fixed that by I just don't miss. So, oh. well, I was, sh- so I got all of these like cardboard blocks from work, like a shipment that we got. So yeah. I was like, uh, I'm going to set these up and try and shoot them. So well, I shot them and it kind of just ticked off the top and it's stuck in the wood. And once those big, heavy broadheads stick in the wood, you ain't getting it back. No, yeah, no, no. There's a lot of force behind it. Like, yeah. I, I just fixed was it. bent, you know, I usually just hit the target with mine and it kind of fixes all that. You know? Ooh, and, and on a break, I'll go, I, I brought an arrow to show you the, the glue job that the, Oh, I got to give my today. I got to give you some. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Phil, uh, I did some barbecuing yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Um, I expected nothing less. I uh, I did a brisket and I was actually not too happy with it. So what? Yeah. What happened? I don't know. I went to Burkhart's, got the three ninety nine a pound choice briskets. Yeah. And I actually didn't pick it out. The wife did, and. Bill, I'm sure you know. Yeah, you, you, you got to be the one to pick it out. Yeah, I'm like, pretty yeah, picky they, about it. They flop it down in front of you, and they're like, "It's meat, right?" And you're like, "Yeah." And, yeah. Uh, uh, Bill so, like rubs it, and he's got a little fat stethoscope. He listens to it. Yeah, you got, you know? yeah. But you're looking at the fat. You're looking at right. So yeah, I, uh, um, tell me the past secrets. couple I've done, I've separated the point from the flat. Yeah. And cooked them separate, and done burn ends, and then just sliced flat. Yeah. And uh, this one, I was looking. I was gonna probably do it that way. And I'm trying to find like the layer of fat between the two muscles, and I just couldn't find it. Really? So I'm like, I'll just cook this thing whole. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I it was dry. The, like the point, it's like impossible to dry out the point yeah. on most of the time. And the, yeah. And it was dry. I was I was not too happy with it. Are you but, a pellet? Are you a pellet smoker? Yeah, I have a pellet smoker. You got like five of them, don't you? I have three smokers. Yeah. Yeah. And um. Wow. I, I'd want to add a, uh, a like a wood burner to the collection, and that that would probably be the end of the collection. I want to get a big green egg next. That's yeah. My, my I, next I was smoker. looking into those like ceramic cookers, and 
They're awesome. Like, uh, They're yeah. not cheap. Yeah. Know? Yeah. What What are you going seven eight hundred bucks for yeah. an egg? Yeah, every bit of it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's like with no like stand or anything like because then you got to they sell the cart separate. And yeah, the sep- cart separate, then a cover for it. So it's it's probably a that's how they get you. Yep. Twelve hundred dollar investment probably. So the, you've heard us talking about the one guy Brad a lot. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So he calls me. I haven't. I didn't talk to him this last week, but he calls me after most podcasts and critiques anything we say. He loves picking it apart. He just loves telling me. Yeah, I didn't do like the perfect job, you know. But anyway, so he will critique your cooking. I'll let you know what okay. he says. Yeah, I don't know if he's right or not, but he will. Uh, he I'm, will I'm blaming it on the cut of meat is what what went wrong. Yeah. Um, but then we also we had her sisters over, so um, I made ribs too, and I can do those in my sleep. So. More to come on that later in the podcast. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll share my I'll share my technique. But the ribs were awesome. The yeah. brisket was subpar. Bill, pretty standard week for me. Did a lot of uh, did a lot of charcoal grilling this past couple go. this past week or so. Did um, some weed pulling. Did some weed pulling. Did some yard work. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard your garage. garage got organized. Yeah, Jim came over yesterday and was nice enough to uh, organize my garage without me knowing. And I'm like, and then I, I go to walk his out stuff, there. right? Well, I go to walk out there, and I'm like, I hear a thud in the garage, and I'm, what was that? And I go out there, and Jim's got my garage halfway organized and like cleaned up. And what are you doing? I thought if we put the mower here, we'd have more room. No, so. like he, like everything was just like sitting on the floor. So I brought him an extra shelf I had, and then added hooks to the walls and hanging stuff. And it, no, it turned out nice. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a workshop now. You know, it's, it's just kind of a storage bin. And like you said, like there's a lot of my stuff in there. Not nearly as much as his stuff, but no, I do have a lot just, of stuff. I'm just giving you crap. Well, I did it because he lets me store that boat there without bitching. So no, I don't care. I, I thought you know. he'd like put his smoker behind the boat. You know, no, that's in the backyard. No, backyard, oh, it's yeah. In the backyard. Like, oh yeah, I did. Find, you don't use this as much as I use the boat. If you do bring the Blackstone home, I did put the cover on that new shelf. By the way, I folded it okay. up, and like you might be looking all over. It's on the shelf. Yeah, so. I'm probably gonna be bringing that home before too long. I don't yeah. use it at work anymore. So with that, I think that's it, right? Uh yeah. Let's uh, go before the, the news, I do want to say something. Um. I don't know. Were you standing there with me? I thought somebody was standing there with me. But there... I was at your wedding. I was standing um, a lot of places with no, you. This weekend. Who was talking about it? There was a... I, I didn't get a chance to read it because I just found out about it. But there, remember how we're talking about the non-navigable waters and Supreme Court and all that? Yep. So the Supreme Court did just come out on something. It was based on the Mazan River. And I did not get a chance to read this report. But it's either going to be really screwing up like... Uh, DuPage River type stuff floating by and trespassing and all that. They did make a ruling, but they're talking about revisiting it again. Like they said, if you guys got something else you want us to see, bring it to us. I, that's as much as I know. You, were, you weren't standing with me when I found this no. out? No. Man, man, the Supreme I, Court's been busy, man. They've had a big schedule, you know? Um, maybe it was Evan. Might have been. I forget who was standing there. Somebody was with me because they're like, you should do that on a podcast. And I'm like, yeah. You know, I just haven't had any time. Yeah. No, but um, that's the one news thing that will be coming. We might even do, do that into a whole thing. The other thing is next week we're going to have to talk because I don't know if we're going to have an episode next week. Yeah, because that's why I was wondering when you were going on your trip. So we'll talk. But there's one opportunity we have to record something, and we'll talk about it. Pat, you're going to have to hold it down. It's episode 52. That's yeah, the but one I, year, like, that's the one year I can mark. talk with everybody on here, but like how Jim does it by himself, I couldn't do that. <laughs> well, looks like... Because I'd go back and like re-edit it, and then all of a sudden you'd just hear like, like all the cuts in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, see, like, I, you know, I am the lead engineer here at whistle mission outdoors you know you like how i made that sound important yeah you, know? you want to we can get you one of them sound technician, I, hit the, I hit the record button editor you know? in chief I, I do add i do edit a lot you know but we like we were just saying we've gotten better at it where it's a lot less editing but it's the blending and adding a little thing into the news like for instance are you ready to go in the news pad yeah
watch. That that song will be in there right there. There you go. So that was my only audio contribution to every episode besides my voice. Um, <laughs> did you listen last week at all? I did actually you? I went through and I re-listened to your 15 minute one. Oh, that okay. Was my well, so just for you, Pat, I, I wasn't sure if you were gonna like proof listen to it because I really I still listen to this. I listen. I'll listen to this podcast two or three more times because I edit it and then I make sure it turned out okay once I upload it. But um. The one thing is, uh, I Pat added the. Did you, did you see the little laughter thing I put in last week? No. Oh, Pat's I like, it. or the cheers, yay! It yeah. was yay, and he's yeah. like, he was talking about cheer, and he says you should add a little cheers thing, and I did. Oh, the yay! Yeah, yeah I, I remember that. that in, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like with the little kids, right? It's yeah. Like a, yeah. You got three articles here, Pat. Which one do you want me to start with? Uh, the bottom one is our topic, so don't don't click on that one. Okay. I'm not gonna. I did see this. This popped up in my search. Just but I remember the the bottom one. Is don't talk about it yet. Okay. So which uh, one are we going with? So I'm going to go with the top one. I'm going to go with Michigan first. Florida uh, man? Florida man. I know oh it doesn't boy. sound like a Michigan. But anyway, Florida guy. I love Florida man. Um, <laughs> Florida man. Uh, Florida man dies. Yeah. He oh, no. uh, he went in after. So the Indiana Dunes State Park, they closed the water because, like, you know, harsh conditions and stuff like that. A yep. girl went in. Couldn't make it back. I didn't know they closed that down for harsh conditions. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, like, they it, they all of a sudden do, like, a swim at your own risk, but we really recommend that you don't kind of thing. They close oh, okay. it down for E. coli, too, all the time. And uh, <laughs> They do. Yeah, they really do, just, yeah. That's but, uh, Go ahead. So she she goes out, um, couldn't make it back. The guy was, you know, they, they you know they really talked him up. I mean, obviously, it was just like his wife, but he, he went out and said, we got to get her back. And uh, she made it longer than he did. He went under and didn't come back out and when they finally pulled him out they you know it was too late but uh no i just thought it was a nice neat heroic little story uh that's sad it's very sad but uh at the same time i mean the world needs more people like this guy i mean i'm, I'm not used to seeing florida man articles like this and it's usually florida man yeah, wrestles he, alligator yeah florida man gets stuck in meat grinder no clothes you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> naked gonna, florida man wrestles alligator <laughs> in front of bar i was gonna say there's got to be a snort and bath salts in there somewhere yeah, right? yeah florida fireman drives truck drunk you know yeah so but, uh, phil's no, just very sad so for illinois or wisconsin are you, you phil, phil phil's taking an article so oh wait you, i am i never really did oh you didn't i'll do no, wisconsin i was looking it up but then you wanted me to look at uh old topics that you wanted me to revisit oh that too yeah that too so gave i'll, I'll put <laughs> me a lot of homework <laughs> there jim we could also skip illinois today because there's probably I, everything i looked has everything to do all the hot topics has everything to do with what pat's talking about so if you want to skip it we can skip it too but wisconsin i'll shoot it up real quick see what i can get. wisconsin dnr is investigating fish die off near fox river and bay of green bay so they found a bunch of fish floating down by the day pier i think it's, it's either day pier or day pier i don't De-peer, know De-peer. it's, it's the yeah, over by it's over by Green Bay. Yeah, right? yeah. So De- downstream of the dam, there they just found this, these piles of fish. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, you did. I saw a Facebook thing on it. Yeah, uh, and uh, they have no idea what it is. Uh, it appears that species impacted consist mostly of channel catfish, carp, and sheephead. So, yep. nothing. I'm that crazy. It's not, as long as all those musky aren't dying. It's like bottom feeding stuff. But pretty much what it comes down to is they have no idea what's causing it. They did find most of the fish they found were too decomposed to test on. They did find a pretty mint condition catfish that was dead. So they're they're doing the test now. Mint condition, huh? Mint condition. Mint condition just <laughs> dead. Slightly you know? used. Slightly <laughs> slightly used catfish. Um, but they're they're hoping to find some sort of disease and all that. But they say DNR is asking the community to report any fish that cannot maintain their balance or are floating on the surface but still filling. 
I don't know what filling means. Um, that's right from the DNR. Hmm. Freshly dead fish have pink gills as well. You were asked to report any freshly dead fish to Jason Brigamon. That's a, that, you should see the spelling of this name. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources, Green Bay Area Fisheries Biologist. Look at that guy's last name. I didn't have time to email it to me to put it up on the screen. That's a good name there, huh? Yeah, good strong um, name. Yeah. Lots of G's and E's and R's. So, yes, unofficial, uh, unknown uh, die-off near Green Bay. I just hope that doesn't get to the muskie because that is world-class muskie. It is. It's kind of scary because, like, we did an article not too long ago on Loon Lake in Indiana where they had a huge die-off of, I want to say it was crappie. Crappie, yeah, yep. crappie. And, I don't know, that, that stuff's pretty scary. Uh, did you did you look for Lenore? You could just keep going with your stuff. Bro. I'm looking. Uh, everything, but kind of like the big news is our topic. This I know week, that's so. what I mean. So we're just gonna skip Illinois because we're gonna we're gonna get it. We'll, on. we'll dip in Illinois a little bit later, but I will do my uh, Indiana. Well, Mich- no kids. Sorry, I, I. By the way, that first article was Indiana. Oh yeah, so, you said there was Michigan. Yeah, Lake Michigan always throws me off. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So it's like, but that's our territory. But anyway, so my Michigan article. I just did this article, didn't I? What? Oh, yeah, this was the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you... but this is an update, so bear with me. Oh, this okay. is an update. Gotcha, gotcha. So remember that fort that Jim talked about? That's why I was listening to your 15-minute episode. Remember that fort that Jim talked about with um, the kids making it? Yeah. On the, the episode that just he did? Yeah. Uh, well, it turns out it was a bunch of kids. Good for him. He did a nice job. So, But yeah, I'm looking awesome at this too. like, wh- where do kids get sandbags? That big. Well, it's just the bags. They probably filled it with the dirt from the hole. Right, but I mean, these are like those knitted bags that are super tough. It's not like they just filled a bunch of garbage bags. I'm impressed. I would have made it to like this one, this one, and this one and said, ah, this bunker idea is not for me, you know? That's awesome, though. Yeah, they didn't. Look at that. They did a nice job. Did they say what they built it for? I'm just kids messing around in the woods. So, really? About 70 sandbags were stacked around the bunker, which was built about 15 yards off a narrow trail. Oh, they're going to make them refill the 50 hole? 50 yards. Oh, 50 yards. Oh, that's the other thing, too. So the DNR is going to come out there and talk with them, and they're going to make them refill the hole and like kind of redo it and put it to an end, which is the part that I found to be the most interesting because like, that's how you teach kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Take you know, them, drag them by the ear back out Nowadays, there. it's like parents will just be like, no, no, Billy, don't do that again. You know, <laughs> And the kid will be like, okay, can I play PlayStation? Digging, digging large holes in state property is illegal. But, so uh, yeah. that this other you have this other article here. Are you going to say it now, and then we're going to touch on it later, or how do you want to do this? No, we're going to touch on that later. Okay, so you don't even want to bring this up? Not not even right now. I've okay. even got another Illinois one to support that. So I know that's more a, on the news later. When I was looking briefly earlier, I was looking on Illinois, and everything was about this. So we're kind of building up bigger than it is. So let's. Uh, you want to do Bushlight Billy? Yeah, we'll do how, like a little barbecue smoke and thing fill? with uh, smoke and fill. Right. Uh, yeah, sounds good. So, so I, I did uh, shish kebabs yesterday. They were fantastic. The they were very um, good. Really good. Pretty much shish kebabs are easy to do. You know, cut up and marinated some chicken breasts. What kind of marinade do you use? I always use Lowry's. Okay. Lowry's, just the urban urban garlic. I think he makes, so, I don't know who it's, if it's a he, but that company makes amazing marinades. I make a meal prep dish with Lowry's, yeah. and I ran out of it, and I was like, I'm not going back, because I had just gotten back from the store, and I'm like, well, yeah. what did I forget? But uh, without Lowry's, I'm useless. Oh, I know. Oh, especially for chicken, no. man. It's it's the way to go. I used Old Bay instead, but it doesn't have the same pop to it. Yeah, I'm not a big Old Bay guy. I do well, like I've, Old I haven't Bay. Had Old Bay. Certain applications, like chicken. I'm gonna make gumbo today. I was actually gonna leave for. You texted me like, "Hey, everyone's here," and I was like getting ready to leave to go to Jewel to go pick up like chicken thighs and stuff. Yeah, and we said ten o'clockish, didn't we? Didn't tell me. Yeah, yesterday you and me talked about it. That's what I mean. You had too many bush lights too fast. No. Oh. <laughs> but you made it. I don't remember it, talking right? about it. Yeah, I'm, I live down the street. So. Yeah, you made it. 
Did Her- stuffed peppers the day before. Those were pretty good. Steaks were good. Made a couple of steaks. Steaks were on sale, Jewel, for five ninety nine for T-Bones. Nice. Which is stupid cheap. That is like, but I mean, were they old? No. No, they were nice and fresh. Fresh mm. cut. So yeah. about you, Phil? You made some ribs? Yeah, I made some ribs. I won't get into the brisket because it was kind of a failure in my opinion. I kind of um, like the idea of talking about the failed brisket, you know? I mean, there's not much <laughs> to say, but... But you live, um, you learn. So you think the cut it, of meat was totally the blame? Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I'm going with. I also cooked it overnight. Um, so I started it at midnight and I had it set for 200 overnight. And then at like 10 a.m., I think maybe, I upped it up to 225. And it was at like 170 at the time, and then I pulled it off around five. It was at it was just below 200. Yeah. So uh, like we kind of figured on eating at five, so I pulled it off at like 4:15, 4:30ish, and I only let it rest for like half hour, 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was the brisket. Now to get into ribs, I got to help you out, Pat. Big time. And, and Bill, actually, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever heard you do I've never, I don't ribs, think I've ever on, done ribs. On, on the podcast, at least. I don't think I have. I never I remember doing them. No, okay. I did it a couple times. But you've I made them before, great. yeah? Oh, yeah, I've yeah. made them. Yeah, I don't think you've ever done it on the podcast. But I, I got an idea for next week. Ribs are what kind of got me hooked into barbecue. Yeah. So, um, so I've been cooking them since, like, college. Uh, but anyways... My technique, I'll just rub them down like pretty much right before they're going to go on the grill. Like I, I have, um, I have done it overnight and everything, and haven't really noticed any difference. Yeah. So, uh, I I have two ways. The one I'll go into. No, the I'll other just, one's secret. No, right? no, I'll do both. So I don't want you to like. So at give home, away your at home, I is do it true it. you've won stuff on this? Yeah. So I'll I'll tell the award winning uh, technique, but for at home cooking. I do it usually quick. I set the smoker for 275, a little higher temperature than normal. Yep. And then, uh, and then I'll only put them in the smoke for like an hour and a half. So they're cooking for an hour and a half, and then I'll foil them. And then I'll leave them in the foil for an hour. So we're at two and a half hours cook time. And then that last, I'll take them out of the foil for like another half hour or so, and just to kind of glaze them up with sauce. Boom, done in three hours yep. at 275. Do you smoke on that last half hour? Like, do you like actually apply smoke um, to it? Well, I'm with the pellet smoker. There's kind of always smoke. So, yeah, okay. it's always um, kind But, yeah, no, By the, once they're in the foil and, like, they're cooked, like, I don't think that it would really matter all that much. I mean, it wouldn't hurt anything if you were going to. No, well, no, I'm just saying, like, like, after you bring them out and you sauce them. Right. Like, do you think to yourself, like, I need these to, like, smoke more? Is like, no, like, I think I'm just kind of just glazing right. the... Because... Uh, I've got a chip smoker and you can either smoke, like you can either put smoke or no smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's either like I'd a big oven for the or... first hour and a half, you'd be adding smoke. And then like once they're in the foil, you're obviously not getting any smoke yeah, into them. Right. Yep. So then that last half hour, I think they're cooked. They're pretty much. You've already got the smoke embedded in the meat at that point. Right. So you're just kind of, you're basically cooking them, baking them. Do you um, ever pre-trim your ribs? No, I pull the membrane off. Yeah, I pull it. the membrane off. And then if like there's the like bottom, little like loose the... ends, I maybe I'll like take some scissors or, or a fillet knife and chop it off. Because but... one complaint I got on my last set of ribs, my sister came in and she was pretty bent out of shape, was that there was like this, you know, it was rendered down, but there's still like this. Were they baby backs or St. Louis? Uh, they were St. Louis. Okay. Yeah, they're a little fattier. I, I actually haven't cooked those as much. Like I just always buy baby backs. Yeah. 
And I mean, I like a lot of the barbecue places you go to, they sell bait or uh, St. Louis and they're, you know, they're a little meatier. I need to start getting them, but they like the, the so thing accessible. that attracted me to it was like, it's got a huge thing of meat on the top, but then like, right. You're thinking this is going to be great. But then right underneath it is like, so the meat will be almost uneatable because it was so thin on the top that it's covering up the fat. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That sounds like St. Louis, but, um, all right. So then the award winning recipe we uh we didn't even use foil, so if you don't want to go into it, man, I totally understand. oh no 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 I more than happy to share whatever I know yeah um so for the award when we we took first place like normally we will foil them because like in a competition like everyone's trying to do every little thing they can to yeah. try and make theirs the best but we've been doing this and it's an amateur competition who's, who's we real quick uh uh kevin mccool oh okay so yeah, we it, talked about him before yeah it's a yeah i've met him it's uh it's a team thing when you do this? yeah yeah okay. it's me and him we've been doing it for like six years or so cool cool and uh when yeah, is it when yeah like it's month? like the end of september usually or oh, mid, okay. middle of september right. that's awesome it's in evergreen park yeah you guys should come it's yeah fun. absolutely no i, I, I know no idea it. yeah i mean it's just guys drinking beer in a parking lot all day <laughs> cook, cooking like yeah. right up my alley <laughs> yeah Doesn't i like know those, how to do all those things i like those things <laughs> do you like ribs jim not really eating barbecue and drinking beer i'm in <laughs> yeah they used to do a beanbag tournament at this thing too but it would like go until like 2 a.m and they couldn't get rid of anyone so yeah. <laughs> they stopped doing that all right so go ahead back to so yeah so we cooked at 225 the whole time we put them on I want to say like 11 a.m. and then turn in was maybe five, so we put them on at 2:25 for about five hours, which is a little bit longer than I normally do. Yeah. But um, I usually like 2:25 for like four and a half hours or four hours. But these ones kind of just coasted, and we were just checking on them, and we were drinking, and we were kind of being a little lazy to be honest. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, come turn in time, we pulled them off. Just sauced them up, and then I bought this. Uh, I was at a barbecue store, and they had this rib glaze, and yeah. we just we mixed it in with our barbecue sauce. Oh, nice! And and they had like a nice shine to them then, so they looked good. The the uh, rub we used um, was a store bought rub. I think it was something from Meat Church. Um, they got good stuff. Yeah, I never I, heard of that. Where's that? Uh, so it's uh, it's like some guy out of Texas. He it's his oh it's company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotcha. buy yeah. well like Ace Hardware stocks. I'm like they're pretty big now, so okay. you could find them uh, like Bass Pro Shop and. Um, so would this be like a standard like pork rub? Yeah, pretty much. I yeah. think it was like uh, I think it was his like all purpose, which is the gospel, yeah. and then I think we also put his uh, like rib uh, honey hog. I think we mixed those two. Like, but anyways, yeah, they were store bought store bought rubs. And, uh, yeah, I mean, really, I think it's just getting that perfect tenderness and that's all you got to do. And so you did it for, you said almost five hours at two, at two twenty-five. Two yeah. twenty-five. Some, yeah. Some guys at work, they actually like parboil their ribs in RC Cola or Dr. Pepper Yeah. I've, before they put them on the smoker. That's, I don't know. I just wouldn't be able to look at it in the same. I don't, it's supposedly, it just sweetens them up, makes them nice and sweet. I've never done it that way, but hmm. I said the same thing about beer brats. The one time I came out, my buddy was boiling them in beer and onions, and I'm like, that's what I would, "How I do?" I'm like, "Oh my god, this like, what do you do?" You it's know? good, dude. And I was totally uh, yeah. skeptical, you, like, but it was so with good. A fork at all? Yep. Yeah, just a little bit because I don't want them to like explode. Right, you know? right. And then you did it. I think when we were in Hayward, right? Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. And then, and then I mean, yours were like even better. So it's that like, sounds like a Hayward lunch, doesn't it? Yeah. 
problem is you just hate wasting beer like that. It's like you pour yeah. four beers into a pot. You're like, damn it. Is that many, huh? Oh, yeah. No kidding. So okay. if, if you were cooking St. Louis, what what would be the, like, would you I try and get a, a the fat rendered down? Time. Yeah, I think a longer cook time, probably more like six hours, I think. At 225? Yeah, you probably yeah. want to go low and slow with but, those. Yeah, I mean, I've I've experimented so much. Like, I, I cook at 225, 250. Lately, I've been doing 275. But, yeah, my charcoal smokers, like, with the pellet, it's so easy. You just set yep. it to whatever you want. With my charcoal smokers, I, like, I can't... It's hard to stay down at yeah. 225. Well, so I'm mine, usually at like 250. With mine, it's like uh, the more chips you put in, the hotter it's going to get. So if you like preheated it to 200, when you put chips in, it'll probably get up to like 240, 250. Yeah. So it's it's very hard to yeah a lot of my a lot of my stuff has always been at 250, just because I was always cooking on charcoal until I bought the pellet and yeah. uh, and it's just like that's where the smoker is happy. Like it, you set the vents kind of where you want them, and then it just cruises at 250. So. Pellet grills are so nice. You yeah, just set the temperature. You just walk away from the it. The one thing, my one complaint with it, I would say, is that it seems like, I don't know, maybe it's just because it's horizontal because I don't have any horizontal. I have all vertical. Yeah. But they're like grease traps. Like the they grease, are. Like it's a, it's a lot more maintenance on cleaning the grease out yep. on that. But um, I think and if it, I got yeah, an offset, too, it'd be the same. Yep. The other thing, too, I really think that chip smokers, I, I was at a party the other day, and it, like the, the he made pork shoulders. But um, and they tasted awesome. But yeah. like mine have like a very charry outside to them that are just like delicious. Yep. You know, so it's like the chip smokers, like the, when you're burning like actual wood, like I feel like they get a thicker char on them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What I usually do for that pad is or with the pellet grills. You spray, I spray it with uh, apple juice and apple. Yeah, cider that's what you're saying. Yeah, and like everything sticks to it more that way. Then. Yeah, it just it creates a nice bark. A nice bark on the outside of it. it sweetens it up. It kind of caramelizes on the outside. Oh. I know. Now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I got to go to Jewel and go to the grocery store when you're hungry. Anyone? Are you cooking for the 4th of July at all? No, I did the, like I said, did the kebabs yesterday. Yeah, he's yeah. cooked for us a couple of nights now. So yeah. he, he said, I'm taking tonight off. You guys okay. I'm going to make a gumbo tonight. Bush light for dinner? Yeah, and, bush light. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess to put this better in perspective, we are actually recording on Monday the 4th. Yeah. So, oh yeah. yeah. Happy Fourth yeah. of July. Yeah. Happy Fourth yeah. of July. July. Happy birthday, America. America. No, it's funny. I actually made some rice when I made those stuffed peppers. And rice is an amazing thing because if you cook a teaspoon of rice, you end up with like five pounds of rice. Yeah. So it's like I got to yeah. figure out a way to use this. So same I'll thing with the... spaghetti. You're like, that's not enough. And then when you're done, you're like, that's more than enough. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm eating spaghetti for a week. But is that it? Yeah, we yeah, got a nice you. little barbecue talk, man. We got to get you into it. No, well, don't worry. Yeah, cooking Jim's talk, just sitting over there in the talk, corner, come. like, you come know on, what? Jim. There's, uh, there's, there's a lot of things I know I'm good at, and I know a lot about, and this is not one of them. So I just let you guys take it. This <laughs> I was, is, uh, I but you're, you're probably the best like meal prep cooker. Oh, you know for what I mean? sure. I, could do, I, I have ways to make that quick, but like all the stuff you guys are talking about, I would never do this to eat. I, I would never do any of this to have food. I was cooking steaks on his. He's got a propane grill, and I brought the steaks over, and I'm cooking them, and I'm like, why is this? This one not the, the burners aren't working in the back of your grill oh they never have that, yes they're supposed to they no, go all the way back that they so mine the way it goes like the back like third doesn't get that hot but the front two thirds it's a cheap grill we is bought it, it is it a charbroil i think yeah. so so yeah. the burners on those i had a charbroil that i bought when i first got my house and like all of a sudden one day you go out there and there's just a geyser out of one of them well they rot holes yeah. on the front of the like so, when they rot a hole in the front of the burner, it will never make it to the back. It was a two hundred dollar grill. That was the brand new price when we bought this house, and we're just like, we need a grill for our back. So I bought this thing, and it's, it's the same just, thing I did. It's just it's just a cheap grill. Just go get you yourself know? a Weber, Jim. 
never it, go wrong. You know what? With the this Weber. one, this one, no, it, it takes the burger and gets it real hot, and then I flip it over and it gets that side hot, and then I put it on a bun and I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, the other thing too, it's like the charbroils, uh, they're huge, right? So if you just want a day to day grill, you can go out and buy a two bay Weber, same price almost, and it's just so much higher quality. So Brad yesterday, it was the, for the third, he was texting me. And I, I, I left it alone because like, I don't want to trash anybody's hobbies. But since he's listening, he can't rebuttal with me now. So like that's why I end the podcast. He's going he's gonna to call me up and like be mad. When's he coming but, on uh, the podcast? I, when we do that, I want all you guys here. I might just sit it out when you guys start, talk, start talking <laughs> yeah. food. He's a good dude. So he's sending me all these pictures of all this like smoke and stuff. There's videos of him doing stuff. And I said, so you'll just babysit that all day? And he goes, yep. And I, I was thinking, <laughs> like, that just seems so silly to me. To sit by, because all his stuff is wood. Yeah. And uh, so I know that's a lot more babysitting and stuff. Yeah. But I'm thinking, you could you could fire up the grill and flip a, I can have a burger done in three minutes and I'm a full. Tur- I'm not hungry puck. anymore. A turkey puck. Like, <laughs> I could, awesome. uh, <laughs> turkey puck. But like, I could I could have a full belly in five minutes or less. Like, what do you need to do like 12 hour cooks for? It just, it it's, blows uh, my I mind. I will say like, when you have, like for meal prepping for me, when I meal prep like, let's say like a pork shoulder for the whole week, like pulled pork. Yeah. It is so good for the whole week that like you look forward to like, yeah. And cause I'm a night shifter. So this is my dinner at night at work. So I'll just bring a big ass thing of, sorry, big thing of pulled pork and uh, just leave it in the fridge and I'll take it through the week and eat it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I pan fry three pounds of ground Turkey and throw it in a dish, four ounces, five ounces a dish and do that for five days. But we got people coming in the break room. Like who, Who's who's eating that? And I'll be like, oh, that's me. You Everyone who works like you like that. I'm like, not really, but it does the trick. You know, he I, eats the <laughs> same thing every day. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a victim of that too when I meal prep. Like, no, I, I, I've I been laying off the pork because it's rich. You know, he eats the same thing every day for the past four years. Yeah, like three four years, it's been the same. <laughs> do you still one. do the green peppers and no, no, but I'm on a broccoli. So it's just it's just ground turkey and broccoli. Five ounces. I mean, Phil's over here. He wants to say something. I can see it. <laughs> so he I wants- do that. I do that for lunch. I do ground turkey, broccoli, kale, and cauliflower. Yeah. So me yeah. and Phil are like, oh, gross. yeah. yeah. When you <laughs> open it, right? So when you meal prep anything with cauliflower and you open it, you're like, how is this even edible? Because it just smells so bad, yeah. you know. But then when you cook it, like it's delicious. I love cauliflower. But but no, like good whiskeys mean something to me. But like all this, yeah, you put it on the thing, you dial the thing, and you gotta wait, and you gotta, you know, a day later you get to eat it. And I'm thinking, I'm not doing any of this. I'm not doing. <laughs> but any at the of same this. time, like it's such an like at least mine. I don't know about you guys, but mine is such an efficient way to cook a massive amount of food. Like I can make so many cooks yeah. on just a tank of propane. I look at it more as like you know? when you finish it and it tastes really good, you're like, yeah. I did that. It's, and you give yeah, it to somebody and you're like, hey, I want you to try this and see what you think. And they well, yeah. taste it and it's like, whoa. So, yeah, so, yeah. but that that is so good after twelve hours of cooking. Mine's pretty good for five minutes. I mean, who's the winner here? Me. So, yeah, see? the smoker. Like, I brought my smoker turkey hunting, and I I was like, because they also advertise it as like an outdoor oven kind of thing. Yeah. Because mine's a propane, and you know, I yeah. need to, I could bring a camp in, but I cooked a home run in pizza in there on two fifty. Yeah, three hundred or something like that, and it was amazing. Nice. <laughs> so it's like, oh, there's just so many little things that you could do with that. I mean, mine's a cheapo, right? I got it in at entry level. Yeah, I want to get a uh, pizza stone. I actually, try doing pizzas on the like homemade pizzas on the grill. I think that'd be something cool. Yeah, so I, I can call up the pizza place. It'll be ready in twenty minutes. I'll be right back. But I don't that'll need be to way m- more expensive. Did you see the price of pizzas these days? Well, what do you think a pizza stone's going to cost? 
I don't. Well, I'll reuse it. You know, if I spend fifty bucks on a pizza stone, is it all it costs? I thought. I, I'm thinking like like the one guy down the street's got a pizza. He's got an actual like chimney. Oh that, no, I'm talking oh, those about those things are big money. Literally, yeah, literally just a tray that's made of stone. And what do you heat that up on? Your grill. Do you put it in your oven? Too? Why don't you just put it on, Why don't you just put the pizza on a grill? It's gonna fall through, fall through the grates. So uh, my buddy Chris and Shelby's wedding, they had a pizza guy come out, like a pizza oven. Like it looks like an igloo, right? But it makes pizza, which yeah, is like yeah. opposite of what you were thinking it was going to be. But it was amazing. It yeah. was the greatest idea for like food. I just think I can go to Jewel and pop it in the oven and I'm done. Man, I'm too hungry to be talking about food this yeah. month. I know. I got to go to Jewel too. And I'm going to be like, oh, I'll make Yeah, we this should buy a wrap. We got to get to Pat's topic here. So I'm going to leave a little spot here for Kelsey's Corner. And then Pat's going to lead the way in this conversation. Yeah, I will. So he came up with it. So here's Kelsey's Corner. Welcome to Kelsey's Corner. Hello, Kelsey. Hello. I didn't really get like a warning there. I just kind of got I like did give a, you a warning. Uh, I pointed at you. That was like go. That wasn't like a get ready and go. Oh. Anyway. Right. Um, so you actually asked me to do this. Yes, 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 yes. What um, do we got? So we have heat exhaustion in, specifically it's toddlers, but it's kids in general. But I specifically looked up toddlers because... That's a wee babysit. <laughs> wee babysit a toddler. I'm not sure if you can um, hear the dogs running around, but they're chasing each other. Yeah, they're right doing now. laps. That's why I was laughing. Um, so I looked up toddlers specifically because we watch Connor. So Connor is only 18 months old, so obviously he can't talk and tell us that he's hot or anything so i specifically looked up them so let me pull up my website because my phone went to whatever so the signs of heat exhaustion it's actually the same for kids and toddlers um but people just take it more seriously for toddlers because they don't um have a fully developed like um body yet so they can't regulate their temperature as well as say a kid can so elevated body temperature obviously if your kid feels really warm their temperature is probably up and that's probably one of the first signs actually cold clammy skin despite the heat so their body starts working like overtime so when it starts getting really really tired their skin is going to actually feel cold and clammy if i Mm. didn't know that no i didn't yeah uh goosebumps so the goosebumps are because like the hair on the like your body is trying to release the heat so that's why you get goosebumps okay my phone um headache so they're not going to tell you that they have a headache kids can but toddlers are just going to like I don't know, Connor will probably, like, if he hurt something, like, he fell down the other day and he, like, bumped his nose and he kept touching his nose, so I'm sure they would just, like, touch their head. Increased sweating, increased thirst, irritability, muscle cramps, and nausea and vomiting. Um, So the most at risk are obviously obese or overweight kids. And then did you know certain medications can affect? I I can imagine so, yeah. So the medications are for ADHD, so they make your body like try to work overtime. So your body's already working overtime because of these medications. So it puts you at increased risk for heat exhaustion. Why would you be giving your toddler ADHD medicine? I don't know. People are weird. Yeah, that's true. So that's I read true. literally a whole article on that actually that was like, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, why is the toddler taking it? But I guess it's not toddlers, but like kids, like people are starting their kids on that very, very, very young, like five. Oh, wow. So... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's really like, do they really have ADHD or are they just being a kid? Um, So the ways to treat it. Obviously, bring your kid to a cool or shaded place, preferably air conditioning. Encourage him or her to drink cold fluids that contain salt, like a sports drink. So one of the things did say that 
they're not going to want to drink it. So that's why I'm concerned about Connor. Because when he goes outside, he turns beet red. He doesn't want to drink. So it's like you really got to find something for them to drink. Apply a cool, wet towel or a sponge to the skin. And then gently massage or like, I guess, rub and stretch their muscles. Because I guess they get like so crampy that they just like roll into little balls. <laughs> I read so many weird articles on how they're just like you got to stretch them because they just want to like roll into a little ball. I, yeah, I could see so, it all. Um, so the ones and kids. So the only difference is is that they can tell you that they're confused or disorientated. So for toddlers, they're not gonna like. Be is it confused. disorientated or disoriented? Disoriented. What did I say? Tated. But I hear a lot of people oh, say that. whatever. I, I was just curious if I was wrong because I always said disoriented. Yeah, now they're disoriented. So toddlers aren't going to be able to tell you that. So that's one of the differences. Um, t- kids are not actually going to have as much sweating as a toddler would. So they're going to have an absence of swelling. And then they're going to... Swelling gonna, or sweating? Sweating, sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm reading quickly. Um, and then if it gets really, really severe, they're going to have a loss of consciousness and seizures. So obviously you don't want it to so get cold water, way. shade, air conditioning. Yes. But you got to um, stay on top of it. Stay on top of it. So one of the things that I like always just worry about is with like toddlers because they're so at risk, they just turn beet red and like they can't tell you they're uncomfortable. Like today, Connor kept wanting to go outside and the minute he goes outside, he turns beet red. And then the, when I finally started to bring him in, he had like sweat on his upper lip. And he threw a fit when I brought him in. It was 98 degrees today, just so you Yeah, with knows. the humidity, though, it was like, it feels like 104. Oh, I know. I worked out in it all day Yeah, no, thank you. Um, so I just worry, like, watch your kids. Just know the symptoms of it and know, like, make sure you bring things for them. Like, as much as people don't like Gatorade, like, it is a good drink for kids, too, because they'll drink it quickly. And it is, like... I'm not going to say good for you, but it has electrolytes in it. It has a lot of sugar, but it's better than that not drinking nothing. I always tell everybody, don't go any richer than a 50-50 with water. 50-50 is the absolute richest it should be with water. So if yeah. you drink one Gatorade, that's two waters of the same size. Yeah. Like you, you know. need to, I don't know. When I ran my half marathon, the only thing I wanted the whole, like at mile eight, I started thinking about a yellow Gatorade. Yellow, really? Yeah. Oh. And they, that's what they have. Oh. At like half marathons, they have the yellow one. So. Oh, a lot of people drink it. That's just not one of my favorites. Oh, that's my goat. That's the only one I drink. Um, oh, cool blue and orange. Anyway, so I did pull up heat stroke in babies. So now we're in like the baby stage. So they're not the toddler, not the walking around. This is just for babies. Um, so babies are actually one of the most at risk for heat stroke over like toddlers and kids because they are just so, so tiny. Um, everyone always wants to bundle babies up, but they actually can get hot very quickly. So the signs for a baby, um, they're going to be extremely uncomfortable. They're going to be really irritated. They're going to be crying. Um, You're going to notice like restlessness, rapid breathing, lethargy, and they're going to actually have vomiting. Lethargy. Yeah. Isn't it lethargy? (laughs) I don't know. I say lethargy. Like lethargic? I don't know. I just say lethargy. (laughs) So if it gets really severe, they're going to have lethargy. I don't know. No, that's, that's a, just weird. It sounds weird in my throat. Wait, lethargy. You might be right. It's just that you know, like how you read certain things. Yeah. You know. I always read lethargy. Like, uh, for instance, in The Revenant, I just heard them say the actual, uh, the tribe, the bad Indians that chased them around. When you read it, I said Arikara. Okay. Mm-hmm. The pronunciation is Arikara. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't have read that either. So, yeah. So, that, that that's a, that's 
Sorry. Go ahead. Um, so if it gets really bad, lethargy and vomiting. So um, for when I was walking Connor when he was a baby, I actually bought him like a little fan. And I would carry like a little misting bottle just to get him like some cool water and keep a fan on him when you're walking him. So that's just some tips. And popsicles are great. Um, they actually make, what's that? Uh, I should, I'm like drawing a blank on that. What's that kid brand that like? Pedialyte. They make Pedialyte popsicles, actually. Pedialyte's for hangovers, Cal. Pedialyte is not just, <laughs> not just for hangovers. It's for kids. Um, so, yeah, just make sure you take um, take it seriously when it gets this hot. Um, make sure you find shade. Bring a lot of uh, water and, uh, like, cold things for your kids. Wear loose clothing and stuff like that. Just take it seriously. So, I think our neighbor needs to listen to my section on the dogs because she's just walking her dogs now and it's like three it's like o'clock. The, it's the hard, hottest part of the day right now. Yeah. It's and I put 30 my, in the afternoon and I did my test because I wanted, I just wanted to give her a dirty look. I put my foot on the pavement and it was f- like super hot. So I was really mad that I saw her walking. Real, her are you done talking about the babies? Yeah. The one thing I've been meaning to ask you for a couple of weeks, is there any update on that nurse you reported about a bunch of episodes back? No, actually I think she's still, um, She's still charged. They haven't overturned anything. Okay. I've been meaning to ask you that for a while because I I thought they would overturn it. No, they didn't overturn anything yet, sadly. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm, hmm, hmm. But yeah, that's all I got. So uh, I don't think you're going to have a a segment next week. Do you know why? Well, we're not going to be here next week. But where are we going to be? So today is Tuesday. So we're going to be hiking in Denali next week. Yep. Yeah. A week from today. Yeah, because... Monday's our tour in Barrow, and then um, we got to learn how to say the real name, by the way, because it's not called Barrow anymore. Utigavik. Yeah, we're going to be in Utigavik, and then Tuesday is our hiking day, one of our many hiking days in Denali. Okay. So, yeah, well, that's all I got. Just all something right. simple. Thanks a bunch. Thanks for having me. Patrick, lead us off. What all right, got? so today, um, it's going to be a debate topic. We got four people here. I feel like this is the perfect time to do this. Perfect. First topic on debate, real small one. Uh, is Jack Honey actually a whiskey? Jack Daniels is not whiskey of any kind, of any shape or form. Is not is not a whiskey. So. so I mean, like when you get like a honey, like wouldn't you consider that more of a liqueur? That was a topic of debate yesterday that people were like, "You're crazy, it is whiskey," and I'm like, "It's hey. a bourbon." If it says Jack Daniels on it, it's not a bourbon. What is it's it? Definitely not a bourbon. No. Find, find a find a Jack Daniels bottle that says bourbon. I don't have Jack Daniels, but find a Jack Daniels. Google a picture. You will not find bourbon. Well, it is whiskey, but it's but not it's bourbon. whiskey from Tennessee, right? But so it's not bourbon. That constitute bourbon. No. Bourbon bourbon. I don't know what's in theirs, but bourbon is has to be a minimum of fifty one percent corn to be considered bourbon. Uh, okay. They also filter it through coal. But that's not. I'm not debating Jack Daniels here. I'm debating yeah, Jack I don't Daniels know. Honey. I mean. I see. I, anything with Jack Daniel's name on it is not whiskey. That's like in the like. What's a Jägermeister? What's that? What's that? Liqueur. Is it? Uh, yeah, that's the, what I'm saying. It's a liqueur. The, so yeah. Jack Jack goes in that. To to compare Jack Daniel's to Buffalo Trace is just a crime in my mind. But you know. <laughs> Anywho, that wasn't the main topic of debate. <laughs> no, the first but you're one saying is like Jack is, Daniel's is whiskey, but Jack Daniel's honey isn't whiskey. Right. It's like a, oh, we're gonna market this different to, for people who don't like whiskey to, you know, drink whiskey, buy our products. I'll you know agree. what I mean. Whoever so, whoever drinks Jack Daniels doesn't like whiskey anyway. So when they're like, oh, that's a shot of whiskey. No, it's like, I don't know. It's like if you stole a bottle out of a bee's nest. It's not quite the same thing, you know. It's, it's a liqueur. Just... But anyway, the real topic of debate is Asian carp. Again, um, so we're going to. The Asian carp thing is huge. It is it is huge because it's it, it poses such a threat to hey. such a big industry in the way we know Lake Michigan. Yep. Don't call so, them Asian. Why they got to be Asian? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. There is a good reason why I'm calling them Asian. 
And I'm not saying that I don't like Asians. I just don't like these carp. Anywho, um, that's me. For some reason, I'm get text now. So, but uh, <laughs> anywho, the, I, I was doing this article and I'm like, this will be the perfect article to use for Michigan and all this stuff. Because Jim, you, you did the rebranding thing, remember in Illinois, where yep. the Illinois is trying to rebrand with Kopi. Um, with Kopi. So, and they're trying to change the face of it and you know make them like this trendy food option. Like they're trying to make them avocados, right? But the problem is we like avocados. We don't like a nuisance fish. So Michigan's pushing back saying, no, we don't want this to go this way because we don't want them being traded over state lines. We want, it's not that they want nothing to do with them. Um, They're just pushing back real hard because they don't want this to be a trendy thing that has to stick around. The point of this is to limit the numbers and get them down and eradicate them. Hopefully, of course, we don't think that's going to happen, but I wanted to hear everybody's opinion. Are you on board? With the trendy Illinois route or with the Michigan destroy them route? I'm all for destroying them. But, I mean, if, we, if we're going to destroy them and they can't – I mean, I, I get, like, not crossing state lines. But if people can make a business out of selling it. Right. But Michigan's saying, like, uh, it's not that they're saying don't eat them. They're saying don't make them this trendy fun oh. option because then people are going to want them to stick around. Like, for instance uh, – when you go back to Feral Pig, we talk about that a lot, even though they're not quite in our area. Yeah. Um, that Like, everybody saw the hunting industry that Feral Pig created. So, like, places like, I want to say it was Kentucky that brought a bunch of these things in and said, well, we're going to, you know, we're going to control them because they're going to be so harshly hunted. And then it becomes this huge problem. Yeah. And now it's like, you got to hunt them. So, the, like, that's where my mind goes to thinking about this Asian carp thing, is that if we change the name, make them fuzzy, fresh, and delicious... <laughs> Uh, we're taking the focus off of the problem that they are a nuisance and they don't want companies shipping them over borders and we, we want to get them over. Shipping them over borders alive is totally different than shipping them over borders dead. They're well, they say it. they got to be gutted or, or grilled to make them over. The- like, for instance, we did that Alabama bass and it's illegal to transport a live one, you know. But the, I could see if they advertise this as, hey, we're calling us Kopi now and while supplies last. You know, we're, yeah, we're something them, like that. You know, as soon as once once we get rid of these things or manage it, uh, it's not going to be that big. So you know, eat them now. I could see. It. I mean, is it practical to think that we can get rid of them, or are they just here? That's another thing too. Is the thing is that they're they're just here, right? But at the same time, the more we fish them in Illinois, and the more we market them as an eatable fish, uh, the more pressure they take off of the barriers that hold them back from getting into places like Lake Michigan. Yeah, I mean, I think it needs to be a combination of the two. That yeah. I mean, if you can eat them, sure, go ahead and eat them. But also, they're not supposed to be here. Right. So, like, my fear, and I'm kind of, like, trying to dip into Michigan's perspective here, is that if we rebrand them, like, everybody knows right now, at least all the fishermen know, that Asian carp, I mean, it's got nothing to do with the Asian part of it, but Asian carp is, like, the bang. Like, that's the bad one, right? Yeah. And But if we rebrand them as Kopi. And they're fun and delicious and, you know, like TikTok stars should be eating them and crap. Uh, it changes the game a little bit. Jim, you're going to eat one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm all for I'm all for eating. I'd try it. They, they, they get great reviews. I yeah. just saw the article here. I was looking. So the one thing with, with all this is that when I was originally looking for articles earlier, they were saying that I can't remember if they were investigating in Michigan or Illinois. I want to say it was Illinois. But there was actually a, an investigation for because they used taxpayer dollars to come up with uh, – this new name. And it sounds like somebody's going after them for using taxpayer dollars. I can't find that article again, though. If I find it, it'll be in the description. Seems of convenient. But we're and, uh, like, the, the problem is like they're doing this campaign to try and rebrand them into something trendy. And like, that's where 
it will get diluted and it's no longer the problem. It's the solution. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it can't be that. It can't be that way. Well, like Phil said, I mean, is is, is there enough room to think that these might go away? You know, I think it's we it's, have to think like that, or they're going to be everywhere. Well, we still got to take the measures of it, but like, is this going to get to the point where we can out eat what they what the fish can produce? You know, I really don't think so because Illinois is not like the seafood capital of the world. I well, think there, there's a ton of them now, and I think they will be here for many years to come. I'm willing to bet so our life, if not I don't longer. Think, yeah, you know? I, I think it's going to be one of those ongoing things for years but, and years and years. But this this can't mean they can relax on what they're doing to keep them on the Great Lakes. It'll destroy the Great Lakes. Absolutely. Like we were just talking about salmon fishing. That'll be gone. I mean, it'll probably take 20, 30 years for it to be gone, but it will be gone. And they're already worried about that as it is, you know, because they got to make sure they're getting populations reproducing. And But... You throw Asian carpenter, man, that's a big animal to have in there competing. So yeah. one really not fun fact about uh, Asian carp, Kopi, whatever uh, you want to call them. Um, they occupy 70% of the habitat that they live in, 70%. So think of, think of it as 70% of the fish that you love will be gone from Lake Michigan. Man. And stuff like walleye, you won't be able to survive um, – what was another one? Well, Trout. They, but it's funny too because like everyone like looks at the map and they think they got to figure out where these things can go. But like me and Phil were just out in a creek and I said, "Hey, look a carp." And he goes, "I think that's a goby." You know, looks like a goby. Looks like a big ugly really? teardrop yeah, swimming like through the water. A ugly looking thing. And I just assumed carp because it was little, and I figured it was just a baby carp. But he's right. There, that could that could have been a goby. Yeah, very but well. So that means, but you know how you know how far that goby made it? I mean, it made it over a dam. So, but pretty much like. Uh, if we relax on the the Asian carp thing, it can get to be huge trouble. Because if we're finding if that was a goby and we found it there, that it got there. They don't they don't just naturally reproduce there. They don't. It's not like there's another way for them to get in. Like I don't know how it got there. And I, I get Illinois for wanting to make a huge demand for them and like get them out that way, get people interested in taking them that way. But at the same time, it's like. I don't know. All you like, you look at the states with the feral pig thing, and, and I'm not saying it's going to go exactly that way. But everybody says, "Oh, well, this is fun," and all of a sudden now everybody's you know, uh, bow fishing and stuff like that. You know, for jumping carp. Right. And uh, we can't. I don't know. You could put it on there for the short term, but it's got to be one of those things that this is not a permanent business. Right. Our idea is that this is not going to be a permanent business, and we shouldn't have. You we can capitalize on it now. And right. then, but not forget about the long term. Like, hey, we still got to kill all these things and yeah, get like, them out of here. My philosophy is jump in there, get it done with. You know, of course, we know that's not going to happen, right? But we yeah. can really limit the numbers and make our chances better of preserving Lake Michigan. Because once they're in, as anyway, they're there. Michigan is the Great Lakes. Yeah, it's the Great Lakes. Once you get them, once you get one, you get them all. Yeah, you know, and it's they 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 would go through the Great Lakes like nothing too. They'd be they'd be through, and I mean that water is perfect for swimming for them. They'd go right through that. They'd be in. They'd be up in Duluth in no time. All coming from the Des Plaines River. I forgot. Did we talk about it? That they're like uh, cold water surviving fish. Like, can they survive in like the? I don't remember upper north part. I'd have to look. They're into extremely that. adaptable. Like I know they're adaptable, adaptable. but uh, and and they thrive down here and you know and further south. But I just wonder if you get too far north, would the water be too cold for them? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. You mean like Superior? Yeah. Yeah. I I honestly don't know. No, yeah. but like the Lake Erie and stuff. Oh yeah, they, they that oh, walleye yeah. fish would be gone. Yeah. You know, but like Superior, I don't know. I don't know because that that never really warms up. No. You know, you're never really taking a nice warm swim in Lake Superior. Right. You know, even in August. Now, Illinois kind of bites back and says, well, we can fight them with, uh, I, wanna, I'm, I don't want to mispronounce this, but I think it's called pisocides. 
Uh, it's pesticides for fish, so it's a chemical solution. Fish decides. And uh, so the chemical solution, like Illinois uh, says, well, this is always available, but we don't want to do that, so we're going to rebrand them as you know this healthy, trendy, whatever kind of Because if you use that, you're probably killing everything else too, right? Well, I'm sure like that it's, it's not just, good not just, for certain things. I'm not, not necessarily. I mean, if it, if it latches on to some sort of something that they have that no other fish has, then maybe not, you know? I just like the fact, and I thought this would be a big topic of debate, um, like what Michigan is doing. Um, trying to like make it seem like no, no, no. These are still a very big problem. Yeah, we're not learning to live with them. We want to not. Well, live the problem them. with that interstate thing is that there's nothing Michigan can do. They're yeah, not, there's no border. But no, but I mean, there's no, there's no problem with them in Michigan. But there will be if Illinois doesn't do it right. So they're right. trying to, they're trying to control Illinois into handling this correctly. Yeah, like this is your problem. It's like you know Ukraine's neighbors saying, hey, this is like our problem too in a little bit of a way. You got to do a better job. Right. So, but anyway, so that's, I, but uh, I'll, I'm not, I'm not against the rebranding thing. Cause it, it, <clears throat> if you can go to a restaurant, some local restaurant on the Illinois river and get Kofi and everyone's like, yeah, you're not eating it up, whatever. Um, and the one problem you think of, I would definitely not make it legal to farm them. Like how they have salmon no, farms. Absolutely not. I would definitely make it illegal that they, they have to be wild caught out of the river because like, otherwise <clears throat> that stuff can spill over. And then you got the same problem, even if we did get under control. But to make them farm, they should be illegal to farm them for and sure. They were they originally brought them in to clean up like wastewater areas, and then when those flooded over, then they kept going further and further and further. Right. Uh, the one thing they do say about you know these Kopi Asian carp, whatever, is that they're not your typical carp, like a bottom feeder. They taste real muddy. Um, they're supposed to be like a texture, a little bit tougher than cod, but a lot. Um, I would say more tender than like catfish or something like that. Yeah. Uh, like most fish. So they're trying to like, I don't know, butter it up, so to speak in terms of like the texture, but they're not bottom feeders. So they don't taste muddy. They taste sweeter, almost like a small mouth. Yeah. I've heard they're really good to eating fish. I try I've never... it for sure. I'd try it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd try it. I mean, it's... let's open a store. Let's go catch one. Jim's fish it. market. I'm about to say, we'll go, we'll do the, <clears throat> yeah, we'll do the whistle mission. Fish yeah. Market. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's, It'll be like, it's yes, Kobe today's fry. special Kopi. Yeah, tomorrow special Kopi. That'd be cool to go out there and start bagging them and selling them and stuff. You know, yeah. we smoke them. You guys can smoke it for me. What's the, the daily that, limit on them? I think as many as you can hold. <laughs> as many was, as you can hold. We get them like overflowing the boat. You know, yeah. the boat's like sinking. Yeah, the daily limit is whatever it takes to not sink your boat. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, but do, do you know where the name Kopi comes from? And this is what kind of irks me. Copious. 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 Yeah. Like I reported on this last week, Pat. Yeah, I know. I but think you were like, here. <laughs> Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> Just but th- this is a problem, man. This is a huge problem. I agree. Uh, yeah, the thing that sucks is like all these other states are watching, watching to see what Indiana do- or Illinois does, and then they're like, like "There's okay, nothing they can do." You're spending all this time finding your state snake when we've got like big issues. Yeah, you we, know? Got, we got JB Pritzker like saving all of the Great Lakes. That's not a good idea. We got the you state know? rock now, so yeah, a snake. Stuff like that. Oh, do we have a state snake now? Too? Yeah, it was. Uh, I forgot. I don't even care. But I heard JB's name thrown in for uh, the presidential election. Yeah, he's talking I, about it. I got a good laugh. Yeah, he'll never, he'll never make it. Um. Anyway, Phil, did you want to touch on anything or no? You're good. No, I think I'm all right. Because uh, we were originally gonna. I was, I, Phil's hungry now. We we do need to do the whistle mission fish fry. Yeah, yes. catch some fish and then. You guys are gonna. I'm I'm doing all the cooking that day. Okay. Right? Sure. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> you guys want fish blocks? Yeah. <laughs> Turkey you bucks. Be, you guys would be very upset. I, I I guarantee you the way that would go is I would start. I'd be all excited to do it. And I would make like the first wrong move. 
And Bill, all right, all right, hold on. Let me let me do this real quick. Yeah, Bill wouldn't real... be able to watch it. No. He'd just take like, it uh, from uh, you. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, how did you get them in such perfect rectangles? Uh, he would not be able to be here while I did that. You wouldn't want Ed Burn a block down trying to do that, especially for uh, deep frying them. You know, I don't have. I deep I like sautéing them, like uh, just a little bit of olive oil or yeah. butter in the bottom of the pan. Do you have a deep fryer? I have a propane burner, uh, and I, I used to I brew beer a few times, so I, I can make a deep fryer. Yeah, okay. we just need, need a lot to have of oil. a basket. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll make well, it happen. They, I, I don't know. There's some pretty good solutions we can come up for a basket. So, yeah, yeah. I haven't owned a deep fryer. Remember, mom used to have that one. We used to make fries on it. Was not that good of fries, too. Remember that? The little yeah. one on set. On and you put it in, and everybody would have to run away because it go, Oh, yeah, it explodes. Just like, and then the whole house stinks. Meltdown! Yeah, and like all your all your clothes smell. Yeah. And, you know, like you can always tell the That's kids that came to school that smelled better like, for so. outdoors. Yeah, absolutely. So, Pat, you're all for the name Kopi. That's I'm what not. we got out of that. I'm definitely not. I, I could, we could say that, okay, we, you know, call them, like, you know, I guess. You know, the Asian thing is offensive and, you know, they don't want to think like Asian people are invasive. Right. But like, uh, I don't know why that's a, like when it, when I hear something that says Irish this or it, it doesn't bother me. And like it doesn't even cross my mind to be like, oh, that's offensive. You know? Yeah. It's like anytime I hear something Irish this or Irish, it's like, OK, German S doesn't bother me. But I mean, they are an Asian type of carp. So that's like, you know, it's not like a it's like the Asian flu. Right, uh, it's like right. saying like North American cod. It's China, the same. It thing. came from China. <laughs> China. <laughs> yeah, all these things that are just invading from you know COVID and you know, but they just keep coming over here. You know, no. To me, it it, it irks me to see somebody kind of they they mean to put the the gas pedal on, but they're actually backing it off. Yeah, that's that was my whole topic of debate this that, week. well see that that's totally different like are they gonna start ah they're here screw it take all the electric fences down let them in yeah like know? there's a phrase in this article and like please put this article up i want people to read it but yeah the, i'll put everything in the description there's a thing that says if you can't beat them eat them yeah i saw that but like the whole goal is to just them. to beat them yeah, you know? so i just had that article up i saw that i was thinking the same thing i'm like well that's a good way to look at it you know if, ah, if we can't manage them let's just let them go can't beat them join them yeah it was in here somewhere i forget where i saw it but anyway is that all we're talking about today? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's yeah. uh, yeah. I thought you guys would have more opinions on it, but everybody just kind of gave me this face, like, "Don't you hate being a guy in charge?" Eh, that's all good. <laughs> that's, that's all. Good. That's how this goes for me. I I, I bring up handle. something, you guys are like staring at me. Like, what? <laughs> 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 what? I'm sitting here talking. And I'm like nothing, you know. But I just but, thought everybody'd be like an uproar, rage, like we gotta fight these things, you know, like we're gonna oh, solve I, all I, of Illinois' I, problems. I think we right should. Here. Um. I'm, you know what? The one thing that's really on my mind right now is after talking to some people about that DuPage River and what things can become with this. They can turn it into trespassing. One guy told me with the, oh, no, even if you cross the water, it's trespassing. And this was actually the cop I was talking to yesterday. I said, no, water, nobody owns water. You own the, you own the riverbed. And see, and like, he, there's, there's, good, there's good and bad things to like left and right. The bad thing about the right is obviously situations like this. The good thing about the left is, like, the situations like this. It's, uh... You know, one has the view that you want and the other one doesn't. And you'll never get the whole package with voting one way all the time. Yep, you need a so third party. So back and forth is good to preserve stuff like this and, like, um, the boundary waters, stuff like that, you know. I think by 2040 we'll see a fully functional third party. Third party. I agree. We need one. Um, I just don't think there's any room for it. We do We do need one. We do need one. Like, the way the system's set up right now, what, what are they going to make, like, a – like a west wing and east wing and then like a northwest wing like what's south wing i just can't believe you can you, you can't 
want a clean environment, own a gun, and have low taxes. Like, that's not one party. That, that amazes me. Yeah. You know? Anyway, we're going way yeah. off into something else. So that is it, right? Yeah, uh, that's it. If you can hear this podcast, it means you could be on it. If you see Jim's boat, it means you could be on it. Uh, if you see Jim's that. rod, we want to pack. Yeah, <laughs> I need uh, I need to go get my broken rod fixed. Yeah, I'm a little. My mind's a little preoccupied right now, Pat. I apologize. I've, I got a lot of information dumped on me this weekend, and then I just broke my rod. So, what? what we're, gonna that to, we're gonna have to talk about that more. I don't know what. Uh, no, just with that. That I I did a lot of DuPage River talking with people this weekend. Yeah. I went there twice and i talked to a lot of people about it so it's funny because that episode just popped up in my truck after last week's episode and i'm like yeah i'll listen to this why not and it was dupage river episode about the tubers what's your take on it um yeah i mean i don't think that you should be able to own the river at all yeah even if it is the bedrock like i I think that's kind of bogus i think so too like you own the property up to the river like especially like like the one thing that really so it's a public-owned launch here, and then way downstream is another public-owned launch. What do you expect me to do? Right. Yeah. Come back to one without crossing property lines? Like, what's the expectation there? And, and so that was one thing that's going through my mind. It's like a, the current, the current strong. And you're dropping people off on kayaks and tubes and stuff. They're not going back to that one. They have to cross over to get to the one that they pick up from, and that's where I think the law is going to have a loophole. To me, it should be like an etiquette type conversation. You know, instead of well, I will say yesterday those those I could not believe the amount of tubes. They need to do something about that. I could definitely see those homeowners because they were not complaining about fishermen. That was that was not their complaint. But if you saw the chain of tubes I saw in there, I mean five hundred. I don't know. But imagine really? imagine going out in your yard and like you know like halfway across my yard would be the DuPage River, and just five hundred people floating by you staring at you on the weekend. You never had you never get to be at your house in private. Yeah, on the see weekend. that part I disagree with. And then so like how I, many of those people are sinking beer cans and bottles? Yeah. You know, drinking, stopping. But there's some report. I guess the the cop told me it was a it's a 12 page report from the Illinois Supreme Court. So I'll I'll have that read over. And maybe uh, if we do get one out, if you're hearing it a week from today, there's 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 a good chance a week from today you guys will not have a podcast out because I will be out of town. So unless Pat and you guys want to take the the lead on it, I can show you which buttons can we, to can hit. Can we break in? Uh, you guys all know the code to get in my house. Yeah, we'll break in. So anyway, now we'll we're rambling. We so thanks for listening. Thanks, thank Phil. You. Yeah, thanks, yeah, thanks for coming, for coming Phil. Phil. You know, yeah, hey. And your rib recipe. Yep. Thank you. Let me know how it I'm works go make out some for money you. Off of this. You know, you're welcome every week, right? Like, oh, this I, know. Is so, so, I know. You just let you. It, I, I hope to make it more. I'm just a busy man, a busy dad. Yeah, he's yeah, a dad. Dad life. So. And we'll get you. We'll get you a better uh, setup with the headphones too. We'll. Yeah, that I thought. Better. So that I thought we were. I was down here hooking things up. I was, I was gonna hook the those ones up for you. Those headphones. And I'm like, where's the fourth hookup? I could have sworn I'd rigged this so there was four because there's four inputs for this thing. I couldn't find it. Pat, you know, Pat didn't help at all. Well, well I, I don't have a splitter. <laughs> next time. Next time. I all don't right. have a splitter. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.